Oh, this is a Jip with Cam, a podcast. to the Chimp with Cans podcast. This is technically the second episode that I've ever made, but uh, the first one's a little bit cringeworthy. I was trying to be all um, structured and sophisticated with my podcasting and it kind of fell flat. So from now, um, I'm making things a little bit differently a little bit freer, looser, as you can tell by my ridiculous intro song. Um, and yeah, the idea is you guys are going to join me as I try to tame my inner chimp, uh, which does try and come out quite a lot. I think I think we all have these primal chimp-like urges and, you know, it's good to try and figure out what we're doing with them and how we're controlling them. Anyway, I'm going to be telling some stories and then I'm going to be uh, talking about music a bit as well in each episode. So so maybe let's just get started. My, uh, my first story, or my first kind of um, chimp, <laughs> inner chimp thing which I want to talk about is, um, is that, that, that thing that happens, you know, when we... When we feel like we have to be complementary to to our children, right? So, so, so you, you you don't want to hurt their feelings, or you don't want to you don't want to make them feel bad. You want to keep their confidence going. So they, it doesn't matter. Well, it, for example, my my uh, my girl comes to me. She's she's uh, she's making me a smoothie right so she makes throws a whole load of lemons in there whole load of oranges already i mean there's question marks over the lemons uh, being with the oranges might make it a bit bitter you know and then uh, after that she throws a big amount of full cream milk and uh and blends it now this is all happening at suicide hour when everyone's meant to be in bed and I'm looking for her, I'm looking for her, where are you? And she's there, she's chopping up fruit. Um, uh, so she really wants me to drink it before she goes to bed. So I, I blend this thing up for her, or I help her blend it and then I, I drink it and and it's curdled by the time I have to drink it. It's all the all the cream and the and the citrus is just not sitting very well. But but I take a chug of this thing and I have to look at her and convince her that, my goodness, this is delicious. This is the best smoothie I've ever had. Forget all, all the smoothie shops in the world not offering dairy and citrus mix as an option. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. 
you, my dear, are onto something. And uh, and I have to basically lie to her. Why do I do that? Why? I mean, if it was anyone grown up, I'd say you're mad. What are you doing? Not gonna drink that. It'll make me sick. But uh, you know, you have to you have to encourage. It's this balance you have with children. You have to encourage them. You have to keep their confidence going. You have to, especially, I believe, anything that they show initiative on, you have to keep it going. You have to encourage it and say, that's good, you tried something, you know. And 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 it varies from child to child, I'm learning as well. Like some children, they, they can handle criticism and, and you can say that didn't work, but they'll keep going. Others, you can't say that didn't work, not with, with some stuff. You, you have to say that was amazing, <laughs> just so that they come back and try again. So I guess the question is, when do you start being brutally honest, right, with your kids? I mean, that's the that's the chimp behavior, isn't it? You've got this, this kind of animal urge to just say, that's, that's not what I want, or that's not not good. Where it's not uh, you can do better, but you can't always be so honest. So when when do you when do you start being more honest than not with this stuff? Because um, it's a delicate balance. You're trying to encourage and also show them what's true or what's what's because because reality is is pretty harsh for a little kid. The reality that milk and citrus doesn't work will just ruin the whole thing. Because, you know, they, it's amazing. They get into this state of of creation. It's just amazing to see a little kid when, they, when they're when they completely preoccupied with something. And my kid was like this with the with the smoothie. They, they, it's like, you know, they talk about that state of flow when you're being really creative. And they, I can see it. You can see when they, they, they're like completely focused. And they're, they're loving what they're doing. And they're so excited to show you what they've created. And uh, that's the important bit you've got to focus on. It's not kind of the result. It's the process, isn't it? Look at that process, how amazing it is. Because that process, if you can try and get them to replicate, duplicate that process over and over, that'll serve them for life, you know? It's getting quite deep and meaningful here. Chimp with cans. But I th- I'm kind of figuring it out as I talk. So, so yeah, the chimp would probably shut that whole thing down, shut the process down, which is not ideal. She can make me more smoothies. She wants to, even in suicide hour. Yeah, but it tests your patience. Hey, the whole house is going bananas trying to get into bed, and she wants to make me a smoothie. That was good timing. Anyways, that's what I got for the for the chimp taming the chimp segment. My next segment is is music. I'm always going to chat through a, a song, a, a specific song which I which which I love or which has meant something to me. So I thought I would start from the beginning. Well, in in a way, I'll tell you a story. So I remember so so clearly. When I was uh, an adolescent, I was about 14, I reckon, 14 or 15 years old. And I got into the car. We're in this big car park. My dad picked me up. And 
and he had a cassette. They used to play. We used to play cassettes in those days. And he put a cassette in the in the stereo in the car. We had this big old Range Rover. And he said, "Listen to this. I just found this old cassette. Listen to this song. I, I love this song." And he played me "Love in an Elevator" by Aerosmith. And that was that was a moment for me, man. That was like, that was the moment when I fell in love with music. Like uh, I'd always listened to music and I'd enjoyed music before. We always had lots of music in my house, but but I never heard a song which I thought I wish I could do that. I wish I could sound like that, or I just and that song, man, "Love in an Elevator." The uh, the the kind of driving intro you know they've got this it's drums and guitars and rhythm and it's kind of tribal and and it just and uh and then and then it's and then it's this um 80s hairband anthem and i remember thinking they sound like they sound like these kind of robotic it, 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 steven tyler's voice was like so harmonized but also so kind of uh almost robotic sounding and it just really triggered something in my head this 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 tone that he had and you hear the, the harmonies on love in an elevator in the in the chorus and the drums i remember hearing the drums it's just like a piston going so kind of solid and, and loud and and that big 80s sound i loved it so much and then obviously Joe Perry comes in with the electric guitar and I'm floored. And the, <laughs> I mean, it's like this perfect storm for an adolescent, right? Got all this cool instrumental stuff. And then the lyrics are like all uh, uh, innuendo and um, very kind of obviously very sexual and very chasing girls and going down in an elevator and all this stuff. <laughs> And it just, I was just, it was, it was played so loudly on the car stereo. And I don't think my dad quite realized what he was doing to me because from then on, I just wanted to play drums and play in rock bands and stuff. So I did for, for about 10 years after that. And that was the song that I know, I know exactly the moment when I fell in love with music. And I can't say that about many hobbies or things in my life, but that was very specific. Um, yeah so that's the that's my song breakdown have a listen to that song tell me what you think if you if you can be bothered if you're one of the three people listening um oh also probably the greatest ending to a rock song ever love in an elevator genius so there's a certain amount of genius in that song all right i think i'm going to leave it there short and sweet Guys, if you enjoyed this, come back next week. I'll be there every Thursday. Um, all right. Have a good weekend, y'all. Take care now. Make some smoothies. Listen to Aerosmith. Life will be better. Okay, bye.